This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Morning. This is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. Throwing away used furniture that's still in good shape is a waste, but giving away gets you nothing. On the flip side, what if you've got an unfurnished house that's just looking to replace furniture with attractive but inexpensive secondhand options? This is where Unearth comes in as a platform to help connect sellers and buyers of used furniture and other bulky items. Johnson Go, owner of Unearth Store, joins us to share his unique business and how it all began. And Johnson, good morning. Good morning, Frida. Yes, Thank it was. for the opportunity to, uh, for me to share about uh, Unearth. Okay, so it was an unusual beginning as well, right? Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how unusual, how unusually this business started. Okay, so basically, I had I used to have a, a, a girlfriend that that wasn't from Malaysia, and she left a lot of stuff in my house. Hmm. So during the lockdown, I started getting annoyed at the stuff that she left behind. Um, so so I decided to try to sell it off, sell, sell it off. And mm. I found it super troublesome. Uh, like there's so many steps for me to go through. Like um, mm. I need to set up an account, I need to take photos, I need to answer right. queries, you know, I start to need to monitor all the listings and stuff like that. Mm. Dealing with weird people, lowballing mm. me and like asking me out to meet and, you know, stuff like that. And it wasn't a very comfortable experience. Lah. So then I decided that I wanted um, the item to go to someone rather than, like me taking the easy way out and pinning everything off. Mm. Um, so 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 I, I, I stuck through with it, right? I stuck mm. through with it to like sell off like most of the items. Mm. And I was like, okay, if me having kind of like a, a digital marketing background mm. uh, finds it this difficult and this mafan, right. um, other people would, would, would be worse off. Right? Yes. So um, I started giving boxes off to my friends to like give me stuff to sell as well. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that's how kind of started off. Okay, so this is, I, I get the totally uh, inconvenient, the, the mafan aspect, right? So right now, so mm-hmm. but, and, you, and you just focus on furniture? Um, in the beginning, it wasn't furniture. In the mm. beginning, I was fine with everything. Um, okay. So like, basically, even like her old jewellery and all that kind of stuff, like, yeah, it wasn't very expensive, but, mm. but yeah, I mean, her old jewellery, her old accessories and stuff like that as well. Okay. So walk us through the, through the business model. Right? How does it work? How do you generate revenue? So right now, is it a marketplace? Um, okay. So no, it's not. Um, okay. we, see, we look at ourselves as a service layer on top of, uh, of the marketplace. Because, okay. Um, the, we believe that people are generally, will be quite... Um, lazy to, mm, to, yes. to sell it themselves. <laughs> yes. So, so and, and this results in kind of like only a small percentage of people willing right. to sell it themselves uh, on the marketplaces because it involves a lot of work and a lot of, uh, a lot of effort, lah, basically, mm. a lot of effort that mm. not many people in the Klang Valley are willing to take. Mm. So, so we see ourselves as like a hands-off, done-for-you kind of solution okay. where basically when you submit a form on a website, mm-hmm. we will send our trucks over um, uh, and and if the items are okay, we we'll send our trucks over to take the items back. Where mm. we go through the whole process of like sorting, cleaning it, mm. taking photographs, storing it, and selling it on on ah. the marketplace on your behalf. Okay. For that, uh, we, uh, yeah, and we operate on a consignment model where right. we share basically both the revenue and the cost fifty fifty with you. Okay. So, 
um, yeah. So that's how we basically uh, attempting to earn money. So, so obviously you need a lot of space. That's right. Okay. That's right. And you're in some yeah. industrial uh, area. Yeah, actually behind the airport, uh, ah. the old airport, actually, uh, the Subang Airport. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we have about 40,000 square foot of space mm-hmm. and it's required because we're dealing with a lot of uh, furniture which, which basically takes up a lot of space. Mm. Okay, why the name Unearthed though? Um, yeah, so back then I was like, okay, when, when I was sifting through the stuff, I, I, I felt that there was like treasures in mm. them that other people might find really useful. So, so it was like, it, the name sort of like came to me that way. That mm. the stuff that you don't want anymore or are not utilizing, mm. you know, someone might find it as a treasure and they're able to unearth it with, with us. Okay. And what are some of the most common items uh, that end up in your store? What are people usually trying to get rid of? Uh, right now, it will, it will be mostly furniture. Mm. Uh, we, we started focusing on furniture because we saw that it was the most difficult for people and we actually couldn't deal with a lot of like the smaller stuff in the beginning because mm. we did we have not built up our um, our operational system to be able to do that mm-hmm. um so so we started focusing on the bigger items and and coincidentally it's also the biggest pain points for the sellers right, right. so this results in actually a lot of furniture being dumped into the landfills and mm. we and this was something i figured out i mean i, I learned after i started Anna. Mm. um so, so, so we, we um, the the most popular items would be um, items like uh, beds, yeah. old beds, right. sofas, um, uh, dressing tables, uh, console tables, and also dining tables okay. and wardrobes. Basically, right. those, those are our most popular categories. Okay. Now, what is the 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 pricing strategy for the items? Because then there'll be some, you know, you got to make sure that is also worth your time and money, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, how do you determine um, that? So, we do have uh, a research team that mm-hmm. tries to price it using um, references from mm-hmm. uh, from uh, from similar items being sold mm-hmm. online, mm-hmm. and we price it competitively. But we do bring the price down over time um, to suit market demand. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if something has been online for like a week and there was no chat, there was no a uh, very little click click through to the item, mm-hmm. then we will reduce the price over time. And because with furniture, that's, it's more of an art to price rather than right. a science because there's so many variables. Right. Um, and, and also adding on it being secondhand, the variable of the condition, mm-hmm. it also makes it really, really difficult to price. Right. But we try to maximize the price that we can sell it at. And for that, we use the consignment model. And okay, and of course, uh, even if evaluating the price for buying and selling that works for both sides to your customers, you know, your customers will always say, oh, but it's worth more. And then you say, mm, no, yeah. right? I'm sure that's where a lot of this discussion <laughs> comes in. Yeah. Generally, most of the people that sell with us, uh-huh. um, actually, their main priority is to get rid of the items from their, from okay. their premises. So okay. this includes people who are moving or are mm. downsizing. So most of them just want it out. And if they get something back from it, they're they, they are extremely happy. Right. So, But I mean, pricing is a, uh, a problem for a minority of our sellers. Mm. Um, but we kind of like revert to our 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 main mission, now, which is basically we want the items to end up in the hands of someone else that will appreciate it. Right. Uh, 
and and prolong the uh, the usage life. Right. <laughs> right. Life what yeah. one person's trash is another person's treasure, right? Now, also, right. you know, I think one thing to note that Malaysia is ranked among the top ten largest furniture exporting countries a year. You know, in you know, mm-hmm. uh, which means we are saturated with furniture manufacturers. How do you compete with uh, local manufacturers, right? I mean, won't people prefer new furniture sometimes? Um, yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we do collect a lot of their new items as well. And uh, yes, with nowadays, we, we'll be collecting a lot of the new items to be resold at much lower prices. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this opens up a market for those that um, cannot necessarily afford the new furniture mm-hmm. and, and the more the disadvantaged Mm. Um, part of society. Mm. So we, we're seeing a lot of our furniture, for example, go to um, resellers, furniture resellers, used furniture resellers uh, in um, Kelantan, in okay. small little towns that take our used furniture and sell it over there. And and um, they, they buy from us in trucks, like basically one three-ton truck or mm. one 40-footer, uh, 40-footer trailer I and see. bring it to their, their, their hometowns and sell it there. And these are usually like um, a mixture of like... Um, areas that has very little access or like flood-stricken areas. So we are seeing this used furniture um, being used to like uh, basically make their lives a bit better. Right. Okay. And I want to talk a little bit more about who most of your your buyers are uh, other than this sort of situation. In just a moment, I'm speaking to Johnson Go of Unearth uh, Store. Stay tuned to Open for Business, BFM 89.9. Better Finance Management, BFM 89.9. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Open for Business. I'm here with Johnson Go, owner of Unearth Store and... uh, they help you get rid of your furniture. And of course, if you're looking for furniture at a good bargain, you can also check them out. Now, you were saying uh, earlier, Johnson, that you know people are buying buying it by the truckload, literally, and going to places where it's flood-stricken and everything. But is that your general uh, buyer of, of the furniture? Um, right. So we have two main... Um Two main classifications of buyers. The mm-hmm. first is the, the direct consumers, yeah. and the other is the businesses. Mm. Um, so, so for the direct consumers, it would be people that are um, that that and um, the direct consumers is also um, split into a couple of categories. Mm-hmm. First of all, is the 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 B forty the the B forty um, group, which basically can't afford new furniture or they prefer to buy older furniture. Mm. The second group would be like um, people who own homestays and also ah, um, Airbnbs. Uh, property. Right. That's right. Yeah. So so they, they buy from us as well. And also um, the third would be the um, the, the vintage seekers. Like, ah. So these are more Gen Z, younger people who want um, unique one-off pieces. Right. So those are the three main um, uh, what do you call that? Three main categories of uh, uh, direct consumer buyers that we have. Okay. And um, on the other hand, um, on the business side, I mean, um, there will be uh, use, uh, like a couple of 
uh, like two two different kind of uh, uh, categories as well. Mm. One is the used furniture wholesaler, so they would actually buy from us and mm. wholesale it to Thailand, for example. Mm. And we also have the businesses who have their own stores, and right. these are stores that you see sometimes when you go like to Kelantan and Trengganu, you will see it beside the road mm. uh, where they sell a bunch of used furniture. So, so, so they they used to actually get it from Singapore, but um, during the pandemic, this and we coincidentally started during the pandemic. Uh, they they were looking for other sources because they couldn't cross the border, and that's how they kind of found found us. I see. So it per- wasn't by plan. <laughs> perfect, perfect timing. It's like if you plan the pandemic almost right. Now uh, <laughs> we will talk a little bit about the marketing. I know that you're very active on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Carousel, right? What is it about these platforms mm-hmm. that make them such an integral part of your business? Um, okay, so. Our marketing strategy is split into kind of two, where firstly on um, Facebook and Instagram, where we basically use most of it to get uh, awareness on like the services that we offer towards the sellers, the people who want to get rid of the furniture. Mm. And on TikTok, we are driving it more towards um, the buyers, mm. the, the people who come to like check out the furniture to buy. Mm. So these are the two, two main different strategies that we are deploying. Okay. You know, as, as Malaysia reopens, right, have you seen an increase in revenue as businesses restart their operations and people are more, I guess, open to spending uh, due to the past two years of being pent up? Or it's you're you're reaching out to a completely different market demographics? Mm, internally, we don't see a big jump, mm-hmm. per se. Um, it, but we did see a, a big shift from right. people buying mostly online on okay. Carousel and on the platforms mm. to people actually coming physically to the warehouse to, to purchase. Mm. So so that's kind of like the shift that we saw. Um, yeah. Okay. So, you know, are they, uh, in terms of expansion for your business, right, uh, are you looking at perhaps a fri- franchise, a licensee business model perhaps, or maybe crowdfunding? Or how are you planning to expand and grow? Mm-hmm. So, so the first step for us is actually to get the business to a point where it's self-sustaining, mm-hmm. because even though we have a, an environmental and a um, uh, a little bit of a charitable kind of like component mm-hmm. to the business, mm-hmm. I want to make the business kind of like sustainable by itself. Right. And it's it's kind of challenging because there's so many components to the business. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we, I think we are one or two kind of like uh, major initiatives away from right. from from achieving that. And from there, then we would actually look at, um, uh, because we have invested quite a bit into the technology part of things, we mm. are seeing it as uh, the, to, 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 um, the, the core purpose of that is to make it easier for us to, um, to, to one, expand uh, the type of items that we collect. Mm. So we're talking about like moving from furniture to actually like sports items from to um, home decor and being able to support all of those different kind of categories of items. Right. And secondly, um, expand the types of waste that we can collect. Um, so now we are sending trucks over. But what mm. if someone can actually mail the items over or, or put into bins somewhere, right. like expanding the waste that we collect? Right. And thirdly, is geographical expansion for right. sure. Okay, now you mentioned a charitable element. What do you mean by the charitable element? Um, as in like, because the furniture we, that we collect, mm. um, like right now, a, a huge majority of it, it actually goes to serve the underprivileged group mm. in society. So, mm. I mean, there is 
kind of like a charitable element there. And we are giving it to them. I mean, we are selling it to them at really, really affordable prices. Right. Okay. Um, you know, what one was also very interesting is that you started your business back in 2021 and managed to grow revenues to roughly, what, 350000 within six months. And last count was $2 million in 20 months, right? And, you know, I guess what what would you say? I know you mentioned a little bit, but the, the factors behind this growth when the economy was still sluggish for most businesses. Mm. Um, I think we are definitely... Um, with the macroeconomic situation mm. um, affecting like um, uh, delivery value chains and stuff like that, I think, and and also plus, I think the the younger generation and the and and the the, the population in general are mm. actually becoming more and more um, environmentally conscious. Right. And I think that um, this would, in the long term, kind of like fuel fuel our growth. Right. Okay. And I guess, uh, you know, moving down the road, you know, when you, it's almost 2023, right? When, what what do you foresee uh, in the new year? I think in 2023, for enough or for the secondhand industry in general? For, oh, for, for both. For both. Okay, mm. great. Um, so for enough, we are looking to like expand our capabilities to collect more and more things and ultimately make the model like kind of like self-sustaining. Yeah. I think that's our major goal that we're going to focus on right. uh, in the coming month. And I think for the industry as a whole, I, we don't foresee kind of like, um, I mean, we do foresee that there will be a huge movement towards more sustainable consumption. Mm. And I think that this will be, this will be a big push for us in the, in the right direction. Right. You know, earlier on, I just wanted to ask as well, right? Uh, you mentioned that you you get the team of people to collect the furniture, evaluate, clean, and all sorts of things. Is it easy to get staff to, to help you? And how large a, a workforce do you have? Uh, nope, it's not easy. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we have about 40 people. Right. Currently, okay. Um, to help with the different aspects of the business. Right, so there's there's the as different aspects of businesses, and there's pickup, there is cleaning, there is what are the roles uh, behind the scenes in your business? Right. Okay. Um, so first of all, there will be the schedulers, the people who chat with the um, with the potential sellers to get their photos, to tell mm-hmm. them if we can collect and set a time for the for the truck to to go over to collect mm-hmm. the items and deal with um, any queries that they might have. Right. And the second the second group would be the collections team, mm-hmm. which comprises of one driver and two helpers, right. which actually go physically into your homes to disassemble, to remove the furniture carefully mm. and make sure that it can uh, get it into the truck. Mm. And um, and then we have, and back at the warehouse, we have a sorter who makes sure that the items that are collected by the collection teams are delivered to the warehouse right. and are accounted for. Right. And then... And then it goes to the cleaning, cleaning and measurements team, mm-hmm. and, and the photography team, and the placement team. And then we have a bunch of salespeople at the warehouse as well, because mm-hmm. because uh, sales and uh, fulfillment staff that mm. um, that help with facilitating the item sales. Okay. Uh, you know, exciting stuff. Uh, I, I guess, you know, interesting uh, developments in the year ahead. And who knew, right? This started from a breakup in a relationship. <laughs> all, all the best, Johnson. Uh, I've been speaking to Johnson Go, uh, owner of Anna Store. You've been listening to Open for Business. I'm Frida Liu, BFM 89.9.
You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.